All right, now I'm just going to come out and say it right at the beginning. I think Jeff Bezos is a gay man. Which is good news for all gay people. Having the richest, most powerful man in the entire world on your side, that's a big deal. I think the only reason why he hasn't come out yet is strictly due to the fact that he still wants the conservative money. Conservatives control such a large amount of the world's wealth, and they love them some fucking Amazon. And I think that's the only reason why he has not come out yet. Let's look at the facts, okay? I didn't just pull this out of my ass. I mean, it, 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 was, a, it was a long time coming, and then also uh, it's something that, that happened that uh, a lot of you have heard about, is he went to space. Uh, this happened yesterday. And uh, everything just kind of lines up. It definitely does. It kind of lines up. So he's he's divorced. He recently got divorced. Um, and I think it's because he, he finally realized uh, who he is inside. On top of that, he walks up to the spaceship with a cowboy hat, which just looks... Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, he he looks like he belongs at Tequila Cowboy. Okay, not like he's he's just on a casual trip to space. He he looks like he'd be riding the mechanical bull at a Tequila Cowboy. Okay, all he was missing was the the denim cut off shorts, and I'm sure he probably had them on under his spacesuit. He probably tried to get them to let him wear that, but they're like, no, dude, you can't. You can't wear that. You, you got to wear the got to wear the suit. He's like, fine, but I'm keeping the cowboy hat on. Then on top of that, the spaceship it it's a penis. It's an actual penis. the 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 thing is just one huge cock that just rocketed him into space. Okay, so he he rode a dick to space. The richest man in the world struts up in his in his Daisy Dukes in his cowboy hat, gets into his giant cock, and then rides that cock straight to space. Bing, bow, straight to the moon. And I, th I think he is. I think he's a gay man. I would not... It just, it lines up too well. You know, like you can't, I mean, that, that just seems like a, a, a logical thought process. And I, I just, I can't get over how phallic the rocket was. I mean, that's, that's insane to me. Just, it, it, it is, it looks like somebody took a, a cast of my penis. Like, I just got, like, a super hard dick and then just put a mold over it. And they're like, that could be a rocket. I could send a guy to space in that. Oh, I bet you could. I'd, uh, I bet you could send a guy to space in that. But that's good news. That's good news for, for gay people, right? The richest man in the world. He's on your side. I, the, the thing about it too is, is Kylie was telling me something about like how much the trip cost and 
like he was like thanking all the Amazon employees and stuff like that. He was like, I'd like to thank every Amazon employee for making this possible. It's like, bro, they, they can't. They can't hear you. They're too busy taking shits in plastic bags, you know, trying to make sure that the thing that I ordered gets here in four hours. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not surprised that people that work in Amazon, even if it's an isolated incident, like everybody wants to talk about, like everybody wants to defend Amazon in a weird way, right? They, they, they want to defend them. And I don't understand why. I don't understand the loyalty to, to a massive corporation like that. But there are weirdos that are like, that will defend that shit. Um, and in all honesty, I, I think it's one of two people. I think it's, I think on one hand, it's, it's incredibly um, successful and wealthy people that have probably never actually worked like a, a labor job. I think part of it is them. And then I think the other part of it is people that have had shitty jobs and have somehow gotten out of those shitty jobs. And they're the ones that are like, because everybody just assumes it's like just rich people that don't believe any of the Amazon employees. Right. And I think the other side of this, the other side of this coin here is people that have worked shitty jobs that they've hated that have been incredibly difficult and labor-intensive, and now they have, like, a, a regular job or something. They're like, I've been through that. I used to have to piss in bottles all the time. I don't understand what the big deal is. Why are they complaining? Well, because you shouldn't really have to piss in bottles, if I'm being honest with you. You know? Now I get it. Like, jobs are going to suck, but, like, you know, watching... <laughs> Watching the guy that gets all of these tax breaks, who is also the richest man in the world, go to space just for the hell of it. Like, it doesn't necessarily bother me because it's like, you know, that's just kind of as shitty as it sounds. It's just kind of what it is. It's what it's always been, right? Like the the richest people in the world get to do what they want. Even if you want to go back in into the days of, of, of kings and everybody had a, a chief or a, or a monarch or whatever it was, you know, you've got these people that are just these greedy, gluttonous people that lay around that have all the power, right? And they do whatever they want. It's kind of the same thing. It's just been modernized and now everybody can see it, right? So you can compare your life to theirs and then want to die. What was that? Uh, that that's a, a line from Futurama. Bender's like, compare your life to mine and then kill yourself. Like that's, that's kind of what it is. It's like you can now compare how shitty your life is to the guy that just went to space for no reason. Um, and I, I always wondered what it would be like to be an Amazon employee and actually see that and, and, and just think to myself, like, damn. I mean, sure, he paid me $15 an hour, but uh, I'm all out of Mountain Dew bottles to piss in. You know, I'm all out of, uh, what are those, what are those booths they put outside of the Amazon places? They call it like a, like a self-care booth or whatever the fuck that is. It's like this tiny little cubicle that you can go and sit in and cry. I mean, you know, if I was the boss, I'd just say, keep crying while you're working, you know, cause that's, that's apparently the only way to get things done is to make people cry and then get them to keep working. That's, 
you know, you will bring all of your emotional trauma to work and you will cry while you do your job, okay? You know why? Because Cindy needs this new rolling pin by noon. Now keep picking, damn it. You keep running in this warehouse. Dave needs his new drill. Dave paid good money for that drill. Dave paid your salary. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of kind of crazy. Because, like, everybody just, you know... I feel like some people look at it that way, and I feel like some people don't. They just uh, like to ignore what's going on with that, and they just want the convenience, right? Like, you don't get same-day, like, two-hour grocery delivery on that scale without somebody paying a price just period it's it's kind of like the food thing like i feel like a lot of people go go through this weird thing with food um so me for example i i grew up in an area where you know we we would hunt every year it wasn't like we we hunt and kill for our food like, granted, we did get a lot of food. Usually, we'd kill maybe one or two deer in a year. And that would be our meat for seven, eight months. You know, you get a big enough one, you get it processed into into certain things, and there's your meat. You just eat venison for, you know, half the year, and then the next season rolls around, and you go hunting again, and you kill you another deer or two, and then you, then you eat it, right? Kylie has never, this is my wife, has never done that. And I was telling her, like, if you ever, you know, prepped an animal to eat, you don't do it out of cruelty, you know, you do it so you can, you can eat. And she was like, no, I don't like to think about that stuff. And I'm like, well, that's how it gets to you. And I think that's important. And I understand that there's some people that are like, you should not eat animals. That's so fucked up. And it's like, you know, I totally get that, right? Like, I do think that animals are are mistreated. But that's also because I, I, I have a respect for how my food gets to me, right? You see it happen. And you have a much higher respect for how the food gets to you, right? It's prepared. Um and 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 the the steps involved and and what it takes to get the food to you it's kind of the same thing with the amazon stuff right people don't like to think about how the employees are treated they don't care about that shit they want their their next day shipping that's what they want they want faster shipping two days not quick enough i want next day next day not quick enough i want 4 hour shipping they don't want to think about that because what it takes to get that four-hour shipping is more employees, more warehouses closer to you. And I got to tell you, those Amazon warehouses, dude, they are an eyesore and a half. So where I live is incredibly flat. There's an Amazon warehouse, like, near me. And, dude, that thing engulfs the, the, the horizon. There's a bunch of like little businesses around it and stuff too, and it's just this, just mondo, 
huge eyesore just right there. And, I mean, it is imposing. And it's just like, dude, <laughs> I feel so bad. You know, all these all these smaller businesses and little businesses that have, like, this, this cute little spot, you know. They, they have this nice little, you know, low-key spot. There's, like, outdoor seating and shit. And then you sit outside and all you can see is this towering fucking Amazon warehouse. Looks like five Walmarts got smashed into one. I mean, it is, it's something. But those are the sacrifices that you have to take to get your pants. Same day delivery. You you really, really needed that new aux cord. You really needed that. I, I say that like I didn't order the microphone that I'm speaking into right now and get next day delivery. Damn right I got that shit. But I also understand some of the realities of it. But I also understand the hypocrisy of everything that I'm fucking saying. I'm talking about it and shitting on it, and I use it. <laughs> but it is it it is interesting to me how um uh people think that Twitter is activism, right? People will get on Twitter and retweet and 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 like and comment and talk about how you know how bad working conditions are in an Amazon warehouse or something like that. And, uh, they think they're, they think they're fucking Rosa Parks. You know what I mean? They think they're making a difference. Walk around. That makes them feel better. I think I, I really do. I think, I think it makes people feel better. Um, whenever they retweet some shit on Twitter, and it's like, dude, I don't think you understand how small a percentage of people are on Twitter. And then on, on top of that, how many people actually give a shit? And the biggest reason why I, I say stuff like this is because I've watched it for years and years and years and years and years. Yes, people can get, like, quote-unquote canceled on Twitter over over some shit, right? But for every one person that that's happened to, there's, like, 10 other people or, or, hell, even 50 other people where there's been some awful shit go around social media or Twitter specifically about them and nothing happens because nobody cares. Because nothing lasts very long on Twitter. And this is coming from somebody that I make content on Twitter, right? I have videos that have millions of views on Twitter, right? Like, and, and nothing lasts very long. Like, I'll have a video that, that will do half a million views in two days, and then nobody will talk about it on day three or next week. Because stuff on Twitter doesn't get promoted long term, so it, it, it's, it is funny to me how people think that, that Twitter equals activism. Like, yeah, you can be a part of your little tiny movement, like on, on Twitter, you know, fucking. Yeah, boycott Nabisco. Look at how bad things are at Amazon. But at the end of the day, bro, nobody gives a fuck. Those motherfuckers are retweeting shit about how bad working conditions are at Amazon and then going on Amazon and ordering shit. Like, they'll, they'll post some shit, some awful shit. The people that are pissing in the bottles at Amazon that are complaining about the working conditions will then go home and order some shit on their phone. That's how fucked up it is. That's how, that's how insane it's been. You can't do anything about it. You can't. It's so big. I, I don't, 
unless there's like a top-down change in the business, I just don't think it's going to change. It's kind of like these um, like like these people, uh, same people on Twitter that that seem to to hate rich people. But I don't know if they actually do. Like you know that big thing on social media is like eat the rich. I don't know if they actually do. Like they'll say that. I've I've watched this. I've witnessed this. Through the power of TikTok. <laughs> uh through the power of TikTok, I have seen people post eat the rich, tax the rich, down with the the rich, share the wealth type shit for years. And then they blow up on social media and then now they're in the position in silence. I don't think they actually hate rich people. I think people are mad that that person has more than they do and they don't understand why. It could be complete bullshit, right? Like, they could be rich because their dad was rich, right? They could have all the advantages in the world because their grandparents set up generational wealth uh, through some really fucked up means, right? Some really awful means, and then now it's trickled down into, into you know, a couple of generations, and you have all the advantages, right? And I, I think people are mad. And I also think there's a lot of virtue signaling that goes on on Twitter, right? Like, eat the rich, because they know that's going to get, like, a bunch of likes from people that that, you know, don't don't have five dollars in their bank account, right? They they don't understand it. And I'm in the same boat, bro. Like I, I I'm the same way. Like I I don't know what I necessarily believe economically. I think if you earn your money you should be able to do what you want with it. But I also understand that a lot of the money that's earned is really fucked up. Like it's really it's earned in really shitty ways. Um but if I was rich I wouldn't give that shit away. I just I'm I'm being 100% honest. I, I I think a lot of people wouldn't either. There's a lot of people that when they don't have the money, they're not in the situation. They're like, "Bro, I would I would give all my money to charity. I would do this, I would do that. I would fix the water issue in Flint. Flint, Michigan would have clean water thanks to me." If that was the case, man, I think somebody would have done it already. Cuz I don't think all rich people are 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 just naturally like sociopathic narcissists. I don't I don't think that's the case. I, I think that would be too black and white, right? Rich people equal bad, poor people equal enlightened. I think that's too black and white for the discussion. There's no there's no real like I guess I don't know what the word would be, nuance maybe. Because I think it would be fixed. Like, all the major world's problems would be fixed by all of the rich people or all of the people that have gotten rich or the children of the rich people, right? I don't think it's that simple. Because I think whenever people get rich, I think they're like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to hang out. I did it. Why would I want to go back to struggling? Why do I want to go back to having to shop at Dollar Tree, man? No, I... I chill. I get my groceries in two hours from Amazon. I don't even have to go anywhere anymore. And I think that's like part of it. I, I think that I think a lot of people, especially on social media and Twitter, there's this thing 
where people that aren't in the situation have a lot of comments about people that are in a different situation than them. And then whenever they're in the situation, they completely switch and flip it, right? It's like those people that quote unquote go Hollywood type shit, you know, like you see it with rappers, like rappers that come up from literally nothing. They come out of the gutter, out of the streets, out of section eight. And they get to a place where they don't have to worry about money anymore. You know, they just make music, right? And, and then they, uh, you know, maybe, maybe their music doesn't necessarily reflect what it used to. It happens all the time with like, especially rappers, like rappers is a big thing, you know, because they kind of come up through their connection to their block, to their situation. And a lot of people resonate with that. And then, you know, they get in a position where they don't have to, they, they don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And it's like, well, <laughs> or if they do continue to make music based around that, people then call them out about it. You know, it's like, how can you identify with my struggle whenever you're driving a Benz? Like, what is that? You know, you don't know what it's like. Who was it? Was it, uh, was it, was it Kendrick? That song where he was talking about, uh, like syrup sandwiches <laughs> and, and shit, and shit like that. I think it was, I think it was on, I think it was on Humble. Like you no longer identify with, with that struggle. You can't, it's impossible. So I think that's kind of part of what it is, you know, and it's, I, I think it's shown in how much people make fun of like out of touch people on, on Twitter, especially, especially rich people. Like there's that meme where they're like how this millennial bought their, bought their first house at 22. And there's always that, that, that part of the article where it's like, yeah, I lived with my parents. And my parents put a hundred thousand dollars down on the house and I had had 5,000 saved. So I put, I contributed as well, but it's my house. <laughs> no, your parents bought that house, which is fine. As much as I fucking resent you for it, it's fine. You know, as much as I absolutely hate the fact that that is a thing. You can do that. I think it's kind of shitty that people are writing articles about it and interviewing you about it. But I don't necessarily hate you because of your situation. Because the, the, the struggle fetish is tired. It's tired. I'm tired of arguing with people about who had it worse. Because you'll never win. You'll never win. Like I, I can't remember who did the bit. There's a there's a comic, and I wish I could I could give credit, but some of you have probably heard this bit. I'm pretty sure I heard it on a on a big special. But it was uh it, it was talking about the the you can't play the struggle game because somebody always has it worse than you, and and the two groups of people that do this the most are black people and Jewish people. Like they always want to play like like who who's who suffered more. You can't like I, that, that, that is such a like frustrating thing. Like I, I hate the fact 
that your parents had $100,000 to put down on your first house and then somebody wrote an article about it. But that's not necessarily your fault. That's more of a media thing, right? If my parents had $100,000 to put down on a house, I would say, hey, don't put that down on a house. Give it to me. And I'm going to go put that shit on black. I'm going to go put that shit on double zero on roulette in the casino. I'm a, <laughs> but that's because I'm a degenerate. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't hate you because of your situation. I think Twitter, I think there are some people on Twitter that absolutely 100% hate people with more money than them or a better situation than them. But I also believe that a lot of those people are just doing it because they see other people doing it. They're like, yeah, I hate that person too. And this will get me likes on Twitter. And some of the people that are posting this shit are probably the people that they're making fun of. There's some people that are in a very good situation that will never show it on Twitter because they know that their audience will turn on them in a heartbeat. They might have $50,000 in the bank a nice house in a good neighborhood and drive a, a nice car. But they will never show it because they know that the people on Twitter will turn on them. Their audience that they built up, they'll turn on them. And then they'll continue to make fun of, of, of the people. Essentially, they're making fun of themselves in a sense, but nobody knows that. They're like, oh my God, so relatable. I, I love you, man. I bet this guy works 15 hours a day at Domino's. And it turns out that dude doesn't work at all. And he, like, has a bunch of money in his account from, like, dividends and stocks that his dad set up for him or something. You, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? There's such, like, this weird front on social media and on Twitter about stuff like that, especially when it comes to money. It's crazy. And it's it, it kind of spills over into the whole business thing. Like, especially right now with everything that's going on, there's a quote-unquote, there's a labor shortage. We can't pay people. We, we can't get anybody to work. And I will say this. There's a lot of weird misunderstandings, I think, especially in certain areas with restaurants. There are some restaurants, I'd say a lot of restaurants, actually, that operate, like, on the line because of how hard it is in the restaurant game especially your location to get the food that you want to serve in and costs and overhead for your building and things like that there are a lot of places that operate on the line and you saw it last year whenever all those businesses went under due to covid like what they went under after like two months because they didn't they, they, they just didn't have the money to stay open they couldn't so I do understand there are select scenarios where it is probably almost impossible to pay your employees more. But in a lot of these cases, it's absolute greed. It's an absolute image that you cannot pay people more money. Because circling back to our friendly neighborhood gay man, Jeff Bezos... Everybody looks at Jeff Bezos and is like, that's the type of business owner I want to be. I want to be him. I want to have that money. I want to I wanna wear a cowboy hat and Daisy Dukes to space. 
That should be me and the giant cock flying through the air. But that doesn't make you that doesn't make your business successful. In his case, yes. But there's a lot of business owners that just want they have a in their mind they've set up a an image for themselves and their business and that image is I'm going to be successful because my business is doing really well so I'm making a lot of money. But that doesn't make you a success that doesn't make your business successful. If you're taking a large chunk of money because of your because your business is actually like doing somewhat well, but your employees are underpaid or you quote unquote can't hire people, like then you need to take a pay cut as a business owner to then make sure that your employees are taken care of and then when your employees are taken care of, then your business does better. Like it, I don't understand why that's not in people's minds. And the reason why I say this is because I've had a lot of jobs in my life. And generally, the happiest motherfuckers at these jobs, and I'm talking, these are these are baseline jobs. These are like retail jobs, you know, uh, a, a movie theater. And I'll tell you the number one reason that people leave. Well, it's two reasons, kind of, kind of mixed in. Two reasons. Working too many hours when you don't want to because you said, hey, I want to work 30 hours. That's what I want to work. That's what I can work. I've got my own life that I want to live, and I want to work 30 hours. And they schedule you more than that because they don't want to hire somebody else. And so you end up working 35 hours even or 37 hours with no benefits, even though you asked for 30. And number two is being underpaid. Those are two reasons. <laughs> I've worked at Walgreens. I've worked at Walmart. I've worked at Target. I've worked at Hibbit Sports. I've had a lot of jobs. And that's always the reason that people leave. Somebody says their availability in their hours. And and the company steps all over that because they, they don't want to hire somebody else. Or in this case, they can't hire somebody else because they don't pay enough. So what do people do? They go to another business where, you know, my hours are better and maybe the pay is the same, but the hours are better. Or they'll leave because they're not making enough money. So they go somewhere else to make more money. Even if the hours are the same because you've already fucked their life with the hours you've been giving them. So why not go make more money? Go make more money somewhere else. If your hours are going to be all shit, why not? And especially right now with like, dude, people are making bank, especially last year. There were so many people that were making stacks on unemployment. And I know that sounds really ass backwards and really weird of me to say like, dude, there's a lot of people that are struggling on unemployment. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But I know people that due to unemployment and the, the the things that were put in place, there were people last year that were making almost double on unemployment what they were making at their job, depending on what their job was, due to like the, the increase in the unemployment and stuff like that. I have friends that were just chilling, dude. I have friends that were never able to save a penny in their life because they were living paycheck to paycheck were on unemployment last year and actually are in a better financial situation coming out of the pandemic than 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 what they were before. So why would you go back to work? Why? Why it, uh, you know the whole uh the, the group of people that's like, "Well, you need to take pride in your work." I tell you, what? 
You can take some pride in your work there. If I have to work, you have to too. Okay. Um, well, no. <laughs> no. I don't want to struggle with you. Just because your life sucks doesn't mean that mine has to. Because if the roles were reversed, you're not going to help me out. As shitty as it is, that's that's the way it goes, right? Like, if I can't pay my bills, you going to cover them? Then why do I give a fuck what you have to say? You don't matter. I'm paying my bills. I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to ride the big cock into space, okay? So, I don't care what you think. You, you can think I'm lazy, and you can think, oh, you're unemployment, and, and I'm, I'm out here breaking my back, and it's like, dude, that sucks, bro, and I, I totally get it. That sucks. But why, two broken backs doesn't help anybody. Two people pissing in bottles doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do it. So, like, can you blame them? No, not really. I can't. I know some people find ways to, but I can't really blame them shit. I wouldn't go back either. You're giving me a pay raise to stay at home? Okay. Okay. I'll do that. It's just, it kills me. Kills me, the, the, the hypocrisy of the whole situation. And all it is is comparisons, right? Like, I'm going to compare my life to yours. Why am I unhappy? You look happy. And I don't like it. I don't like that you look happy. You look too happy. It's not fair. I just just weird. Just weird. What else do I have to talk about today? Oh, another weird thing. Uh th this is just a small thing. A, a great small thing. Uh but the Bucks won the NBA finals. I know that's a hell of a transition. Uh, the Bucks won the NBA Finals. Giannis put up 50. Um, you know, the the two-time MVP, the, uh, the Greek freak, Giannis, the man himself. Hopefully people will put some fucking respect on it now because I am telling you, I am so sick of, of watching people hate on him because they're like, man, 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 he's just big. Man, 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 he's, he's, just, uh, he's just big. That's all he's good for. Well, you know what? Shaq was big. And people praised him constantly in the NBA. So, you know, what else you got? Giannis puts up 50 in the last game to close out the finals. Absolutely fucking great series. It was crazy to see the Suns and the Bucks in the finals. That's all I really want to talk about it, though. It's over. It's done with. It was fantastic. Chris Middleton stepped up when he need to, needed to, and it was awesome. And I'm so glad to see the Bucks win win a win a finals. It was a nice mix up. I wish Chris Paul could have won. Would have been really cool to see Chris Paul win and 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 Devin Booker win and and then we could start seeing more uh talk about the Kobe comparisons between Devin Booker and Kobe Bryant, but you know what? They're going to be fine. I think that I think that Suns team is going to be fine. They got Aiden. They have uh Devin Booker. They're 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 fine, okay? Even if Chris Paul like ends up leaving and then it's whatever. But on to the next weird thing that I was going to talk about. Uh, still in the sporting world, but for a different reason. Norway's women's handball team refused to play in bikini bottoms. And they got fined for it. And uh, they were like up for disqualification. 
because they, they wanted to wear shorts instead of bikini bottoms. Now, this is the beach handball. I don't know if that matters to some of you. Um, but to me, this is always really weird. I, I always thought it was strange how, like, beach sports women have to play in, like, a bikini bottom. I think that's kind of, like, a weird thing. Like, if you want to stare at some ass, then just say that you want to stare at some ass. Like, if you made up the rules, because I, I guarantee you that's what it was. Like, whenever these rules were implemented and, and like, whenever they came, went over, like, dress code or dress uh, implementation into the sport, they were, like, it's like, it like, a few dudes, like, sitting around. They were, like, yeah, they should wear bikini bottoms. And they should also dump buckets of water on themselves and jump up and down. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, why not just let them wear, like, fucking spandex or, or, or you know, short shorts? Because the dudes can play in, like... I think shorts like down to what is it like the three or four inches above their knee, right? So they can just play in shorts because they're dudes. Because nobody wants to see a uh, a ball sack fall out, you know. Nobody wants to see that. That's not appealing. But you know, an Olympic athlete in a bikini bottom, yeah, sure. Let's stare at that all day. Make handball a little more interesting. So I don't know. I thought that was weird. I really did. They were like, "Hey, no, we don't want to play in bikini bottoms. Let's play in." Like, some short shorts or something. And they got fined for it. They were in, like, really short, like, soccer-style shorts. And they got fined for it. Which I thought, again, was strange. Because it just seems like uh, a bunch of people just want to stare at some ass. Like, maybe the ratings for women's beach handball go goes down. Like, and I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're great athletes. And I'm sure that they're the best at their craft. And I'm sure that I couldn't beat them in handball. Because I don't even know how to fucking play. But... You know, at the end of the day, it's fucking beach handball. I don't think I don't think there's a huge audience for that, as far as I know. At least in America, maybe I'm just ignorant to the rest of the world or something. But I just don't think handball is like that big of a sport. So maybe that's why. Maybe they need it. Maybe they need some ass cheeks bouncing around uh, to to get people to watch it or enjoy it. Maybe that's the one enjoyable part of the sport. But I do feel bad for him because, like, they had, like, legitimate reasons, too. It wasn't like, oh, my God, you're sexualizing us. It was like they were saying that, like, I mean, it's beach handball. So, like, they were talking about, like, literally getting, like, sand, like, in the bikini, right? You know how bad that would hurt, dude? Like, I chafe whenever I go to the beach and I wear, like, full swim trunks, you know? But I can't imagine. And I hate sand. I actually hate the beach. Like, I would much rather just go to a pool. Or, like, if I've ever been on vacation anywhere that was, like, near a beach, I would just swim in the pool. I don't like sand. I think it's annoying. I think it's dirty. I've cut my foot walking because most of the beaches are fucking gross. They have, like, fucking bottles and shit. Like, it's just not... I've been stung by a jellyfish. Beaches are, like, not fun for me. Um, They're pretty to look at, but they're just not fun. And I can't imagine, like, diving around in, like, some short shorts and getting, like, a bunch of sand, like, up in my asshole. Like, that just doesn't sound enjoyable. And then I have to play the rest of a game with sand rubbing together between my butthole. And, and, and you know, I, I'm going to fuck around and make a pearl by the end of the game. You know, it's just, it, it made sense. Like, what they were saying makes sense. Whenever you have a uniform for a sport, there's reasons for that uniform, and it's usually to, to allow you to perform at the peak of your athletic ability. And I just don't see how bikini bottoms really like make a difference. You know, like I, I, I don't, 
the uniforms aren't there to just look stupid or look weird. They're there because like that is the uniform that allows you to perform, right? Like wrestlers, they wear that whole like one piece skin tight thing. So they're basically naked so that they can really get in there, you know, really get in there and twist some nutsack, but it allows them full range of motion so they can do everything they need to do. You know, it's fucking handball, dude. Just let them, let them wear shorts. They, you know, like, or just let them wear the bikini. Let some of them wear shorts and some of them wear bikini bottoms. Like, it doesn't really matter if they want to or not, you know? Maybe some of them are trying to start an OnlyFans, and that's that's how they really get in front of the crowds, you know? is they, they, they wear, like, a thong bikini at the Olympics. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. I don't know. But just let them do what they want. As long as it's like, you know, let them wear the same shit that the fucking dudes wear. What's it matter? Just weird. I think the Olympics are, are weird anyway. I You have like this national pride, but not really at the same time. Like I, I frequently find myself rooting for other countries in the Olympics because they're objectively better than the shit, than the people that like are in the United States. You know, I, I want to see the best athletes. I want to see the most exciting explosive athlete. And if that athlete doesn't happen to be from the United States, then I don't cheer for him. Cause I'm here for the good shit. <laughs> like an underdog story is cool and all, but like, I'm trying to see some crazy shit. That's why, that's why people watch the Olympics. That's why the Olympics were made. The Olympic games were made originally to be like, Oh, you think you've got a fucking athlete? Check out Rico over here. This man can throw an elephant like a football. And they're like, oh, yeah? Well, we've got fucking Thaddeus over here that can stand on nothing but his finger. He just lifts himself up on the end of his finger. That's the shit that I want to see. I want to see a spectacle. And if that person doesn't happen to be from the United States, nah, don't really bother me. I, I just want to see the cool shit. So I think the Olympics are weird. I also think they're they're weird. They're strangely like I know I know it's a tradition. But shouldn't we I don't know. Like update them a little bit. I know they get updated. And I know again, it's a tradition. It's a worldwide event and it's a place for it's it's a it's a great thing for wherever they have it for the most part, like you know, financially. And it's kind of similar to, like, the World Cup. But in my opinion, the World Cup is more interesting. Like, wherever they have it, it's, like, a big thing because all these new people come in and they spend a bunch of money and it's good for, like, the economy of wherever they have it and things like that. But I don't know, dude. Like, we should come up with some cool shit because, again, it's supposed to be a spectacle. Let's make it a spectacle. Let's invent some new shit. Let's have an Olympic game where, like, like let's, let's take wrestling, right? Wrestling in the Olympics, right? But let's make them do it on the wing of a plane. Let's do that. Let's have people uh, jump out of a plane and then fight to see who can remove the other's parachute first. Let's do that. It's the spectacle. There's probably a lot of people that are, like, really into their, their country. Because, like, I've noticed that there's a lot 
more national pride in other places that aren't the United States. There's a lot of national pride in the United States, but like, dude, like people from Mexico, like, you know, they're from Mexico. Like they tell you they've got like a flag that they carry around around their shoulders and shit. There's a lot of like national pride in other parts of the world. I don't really feel it in America that much. Like I like it here. I was born here. It's the only thing I really know. So of course, I, I mean, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my God, I can't believe they did this. I'm totally leaving the country. I'm not going to do that. Like, where the fuck am I going to go? You know, so I like it here, but I don't feel like a deep sense of national pride. I don't look at somebody. I'm like, you're an American and I love you for it. You know, it's like, leave me alone. I'm doing my own thing. You do your own thing. That's kind of an American way, right? Walk down the street. There's some dude getting his fucking ass beat. I don't stop. And I'm like, hey, are you hitting an American? And they're like, yeah, what of it? I'm like, cool, dude. Good form. And I just keep on walking. Like, what is that syndrome? It's like New York syndrome or some shit. I, I don't actually know that that's what it's called, but... It's like people in New York are so used to crazy shit happening all around them that they don't pay attention to anything whenever something is actually really bad going on around them. Like there could be like a lady like screaming for help and everybody just assumes that the other person is going to help them or that the lady is crazy so they don't do anything. It's kind of like that. Like I don't, I'm not going to help somebody just because of a nationality. I don't care. Care a lot more about the person. You know, I don't give a shit. I don't help somebody because their nationality. I don't hang out with somebody because their nationality. You know, Enrique, I don't know if I can hang out with you anymore. Just not American enough. Do you hear how stupid that sounds? And that's the that's the way I look at the Olympics. I don't cheer for somebody just because they're an American. They could be a shitty person. They could be the the worst person in the whole world. Like, they could be somebody that, like, you know, they're a, a, a pole vaulter. And then they go home and they kick puppies. Like, I don't know. So I don't cheer for them just because they're an American. I try to get a gauge on the person. The person inside the athlete. Ugh. I don't know. That's about all I wanted to talk about today. I, uh... I hope you guys are still enjoying it. I know we kind of kicked off with a banger today. Um, kind of a, an out of left field uh, thing. But that's honestly, I'm starting to think that. I'm starting to think that. I think, uh, in all honesty, that, uh, that Jeff Bezos is, is a gay man. I really do. And we might find out, and we might not ever find out. But I'm still going to stick by that until until the evidence proves otherwise. Okay? And I'm not going to lie. I could see Jeff Bezos... On like the old uh, the old hub, just just pounding cheeks, okay. And I would probably it probably still take more than that for me to really believe it, you know. Because I, I think he I think he just wants that money, dude. I think he's got I think he's got to get his money, and I think he's he's you know not trying to not trying to put anybody off. But I would not be surprised at all if it came out one day. I would not be. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. I really appreciate you guys and gals hanging out and listening. 
and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're still enjoying the show. I, uh, I've been uploading these a little bit more frequently, which is surprising, but I've had a lot to talk about. I don't know. This definitely isn't going to be like a, it wasn't meant to be like a daily thing, but it's kind of, you know, I've uploaded like three, um, in a row. And I, I, I so don't, don't hold me to that. But, uh, if there's more shit to talk about, like a fucking billionaire going to space on a giant dick, then, uh, you know what? I'll start it up and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. So I hope that, uh, I hope you enjoyed and I will see all of you, uh, on the next episode.